Welcome to Vicious Mockery Podcast by Adventure Check. Your hosts, Kevin and Brian, are ready to cause mayhem. So let's get started. Alright, we're back, and I got another drink. Right? Welcome back to Vicious Mockery, the Adventure Check podcast that you didn't ask for but got. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yep. Keep going. Um, and by listening to this podcast, you will take <sighs> 1d4 psychic damage by the end of it. Or during... Make a con save. And while he's doing that, we covered a lot of stuff last time, and we couldn't fit it all into last episode, so we're about to get, what'd you get? 12. 12. Stage manager, does a 12 meet the DC? I don't know. What are we paying her for? I don't know. You pay her. What? 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 So yeah, too much to get to last episode, so you guys get all the stuff that we couldn't get to right now. So enjoy it, and we'll be back later. What started as a fucking... I mean, like, how many people can say this? Like, yeah, we just DM because we were fucking bored to... Now I'm getting paid to be a fucking voice actor, and I worked with big names. I mean... I mean, I haven't worked with big names. I know, but like, not, not, not like one-on-one, but I mean, like, you sat in a classroom I with... guess that's not true. I guess it depends on what you mean, what a, what a big name is. I, I have... Okay, to me, I'm not. I'm not name dropping here. I, I'm just gonna say it. Right. I'm just gonna say a title. But I have had a one-on-one with a casting director from Ubisoft. Okay, but I mean, like that's so, still a big name. Like people think Ubisoft. They're thinking like Assassin's Creed, Watch Dogs. Yeah. Um, did Ubisoft do the Division? I think they did. The, they the did the Division. Yeah. Far Cry, Prince uh, of Ghost Persia. Recon. Yeah, I mean, like they Assassin's did. Creed. They did a lot of big name games that people, people, people are mm. fond of. Very so cool. I mean, I mean, I mean, like that's still like yeah. nothing to scoff at. But like, pfft, Ubisoft, <laughs> fucking peasant. Yeah. So like, I, I, mean, I wouldn't do that. I'd be like, like when you told me that, I was like, I was fanboying on the other end of my yeah, phone. Yeah, it, it it's a little crazy. The difference a year later. I mean, I I, I you go out to my. No work. one would guess we were, we we would be where we are now. Because no. literally, like it just started me being like, hey, do you ever think about doing this as a podcast? Yeah. That's literally <laughs> that was, was the thing. That's literally what started this entire thing. And I was drunk too. We were we were in your apartment and I was I was recording only the audio. I was recording the audio right. of and our session. We were sessions. doing that for note taking purposes, not even like, hey, we're gonna release this as a yeah. podcast. Like, no, if you guys need to reference this for notes for your, for your character, here's the audio. And it was it was mostly for my benefit because it made prep work for me infinitely easier yeah, but it's like then eventually like i'm starting to see do, do all this and i was like we can make this a fucking podcast why the hell not we're yeah. just fucking and it was like and it was i think one of our very first ones i think when we started is i was drunk enough we were role-playing and i was i was in that moment and i looked at matt because my character was zoned in and he was like uh, i'm matt was like i'm gonna slap him to wake him up and i was like i looked at him and was like you before. do it. That was before. That and was Matt, Matt, I was like, you sure? I was like, I did like that Twisted T guy. I was like, hit me. And he, <laughs> Matt didn't hold back. Matt, yeah, if no. you're watching this, like I still, I, I don't hold a goddamn thing against you. You put your body behind that like a fucking boxing champion. But dear God, it was like Matt, like full Twisted T my ass just. 
And I, I, and you can ask, you can ask our producer, fine producer back there, and our DM right here. Like I still role play that, and I felt that five star on my cheek, and I was like, nope, we're going, we're doing this. Yeah. So don't say I never gave anything to this campaign. <laughs> that that was that was darkening of Mirkwood mm-hmm. when I was DMing. Uh, that was before we started streaming because we were in your apartment. Okay, I thought it was when like we first started no. collecting recordings for it. Well, so we were collecting recordings, but we weren't. We had no intention of doing anything with them. Okay, that's were, that's what it was. We were we were in your apartment, and you got you guys were going through Angmar at the time. Yep, that was. We were just starting yeah. Angmar. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fuck. And you were you were heading through I think Dead Man's Dyke at that yep. point. Yep. And, and that's when we found like that monument or whatever. You 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 guys had a random encounter in like a bog sort of scenario, and you fought some goblins. And you killed like one of them, and then they all just ran off. Yeah, like, like well, that was easy. And then like the dead rose from the ground. You're like, oh god. Yeah, like. <laughs> but that, yeah, that, uh, yeah, you just sort of offhand was like, what if we did this a podcast? I was like, we can, but you need to all be okay with it. 170 some subscribers later, we're yeah, way we to 100. Fucking yeah, I think hell, as of as of today, we're at 185. Yeah, I mean. I never would have guessed that it would take off like this. I thought it'd just be like a, just a fucking project we just have fun with, and I mean, they, some other people they want to join the ride, they could. And I was right. <laughs> That's I mean, all. If you take anything away from this, Kevin wants you to know that this was all his idea. No, 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 no. I mean, kind of, but no. But it was. I, I, I don't know. I just figured it'd just be it'd, it'd be fun to do. And now, like yeah. here, the fuck we are. I mean, just like I I look forward. A lot of the times on Tuesday nights, be like, I can just, because as everyone just heard the first couple episodes or whatnot or so, I mean, like you all know my fucking active lifestyle. I want to sit the fuck down sometimes yeah. and chill, roll some dice with my boys and some other girls. <laughs> I don't know. One I, fun, I was one trying fine, to find a way to word that. Okay. One fine lady. Fine. I'm trying to find a roll a of dice with they. We're gonna cover that whole spectrum. Okay. <laughs> But I mean, I I look forward to that, just like sitting, chilling, enjoying, and I mean, I love the storytelling of it too. It's just like half the time it's like the cliffhanger in like your favorite episode of your show. And half the time, like Lindsay's like, "Oh my god!" It's like I share her sentiment, but I don't want to show it because Papa ain't raised no bitch. No, I'm kidding, but. <laughs> but I mean, like when Lindsay uh, does that too, but it's like to me cry. too. It's like, God damn, I want to keep going. Yeah, and that and that's rough for for us because we start at eight roughly yeah and for for the longest time we were we were eight to ten yeah because it was like and 10 30 like if we were fucking yeah if we were pushing it and then a lot of you out there probably know if you play D a two hour session is not a lot no you do not get a whole lot of accomplish so we we've begun to push it a little bit but we're East Coasters, so we start at 8, and we all have full-time jobs, so it's like staying up late gets really hard. For me especially, because my <laughs> job, I, I have to wake up at 4 a.m., and we're going to bed, like we're ending at 11, so I have to sometimes tone down, yeah. and I go to bed at 11.30, and I remember these guys asked, like, are you cool with that? I was like, fuck, I don't need sleep. Now I'm now a couple years later. I'm getting older. It's like I'm regretting what I'm saying sometimes. But, melatonin. 
I, I do do melatonin. How much? 10 mil? Five mil. Five. Five? Okay, yeah. we're on five. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I mean, ten, yeah. Might, 10 might get you there on Tuesdays. <laughs> Dude, 10 knocks me out like a fucking problem. <laughs> I mean, you might need it. Fun. So fun fact with that kind of thing, with uh, a long time ago, I was sore from a workout. I was like, oh, I'll take some Tylenol. I'll, be a, I'll, I'll take this. What I didn't see at the bottom of the bottle was the PM. I just looked at the Tylenol. I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah, Tylenol. Threw it back. Went to went. This is when I work at my part time job at a restaurant. So I was working like four to ten, and right around six o'clock, I'm like, <laughs> I was like, what? What's my fucking problem? Why am I so tired? Did I really like? God damn! And then I, for some reason, I went to go look at the bottle and it's a ton of PM, and I went, oh, <laughs> it's <Which>? coffee. <laughs> Give me some coffee. Oh, I wanted a coffee, every pop in that machine. Jesus Christ. My body at some point was going like, what? Pick one, bro. But yeah, so. Yeah, I mean. We started We started playing 2019. 18? No, 2018. We 18? started at the tail end of 2018. 2018? Yeah, it was like October 2018. On a fluke so. because I ran into Matt drunk. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll specify. Matt, Matt ran no. into us drunk. That, well, yeah, I was going to say, let me specify. <laughs> Matt, I'm just going to say, if you're watching a fucking episode one more time, I want to see you drunk more often, bitch. <laughs> and so uh, we, I said what I said. We ran into him at an art show, because Lindsay was at an art, <clears throat> was uh, a vendor at an art show. We ran into him. You need to do that again, Lindsay. He was, he, he was drunk. It was a good time. And then we told him, hey, when we're done here, let's go grab food. He's like, okay. And then <laughs> we we hit we hit up a restaurant in town, and uh, he had sobered up and he had Matt I apologize he had looked like he had made some poor decisions just on his face he was like God like he he looked like he was experiencing a hangover within hours timeout timeout was called yeah um we're not supposed to do that within hours you have a hangover within hours yeah it's oh I mean okay anyway. But you didn't ask my question. We're not supposed to do that. I'm not touching that question. Anyway, <laughs> um, so we're, we're I'm talking to him, and literally because I I brought I brought up the fact that I I had the the Lord of the Rings uh, role playing game. It was it's the One Ring technically is what we started with. Before we continue, I just want to say when you told me you got that, yeah. I thought for sure that was just going to be something that collected dust on your shelf. It was close. And I thought for sure it's like he got that and unfortunately like we're never going to see it again. Yeah. Now, every Tuesday night I have to go back to that fucking book <laughs> and look and be like, "What do I do?" So yeah, I mean it it was close because it was it was literally a humble bundle. Uh and I saw I like that. Humble bundle. It was, it was it was a humble bundle <laughs> that I just happened to see, and it was the One Ring role playing game. I was like, "That sounds awesome." Let me look at this. And I'm looking through it. And I'm like, "I can get pretty much everything." And it was by Cubicle Seven at the time, and still still technically is. Yeah. Ex- except the One Ring Second Edition, but that's a whole different topic. Um, and I was like, "This sounds really cool." Um, and I never never played D and D or anything, and it's its own system. So I, I bought it on a whim because it was basically cheap because that's Humble Bundle for you. Told Lindsay about it. She's like, yeah, that's cool. Sure, whatever, nerd. Um, <laughs> sent it to you. I was like, dude, I just got this. This sounds awesome. You uh, seemed interested. Yeah, I was like, fuck yeah. That was the three of us. And at the time, I was like, I don't know. 
I have to I have to read through all this, know the rules, we have to figure it out, and it it was a lot. Bumped into Matt completely at random. Let me just say before we continue, it's just like again, I don't I feel like I don't show him enough appreciation, but God bless Matt. Dude. <laughs> That's a saint. Because like that is like I feel like honestly, like I proposed the idea, Matt fucking launched it. Like I made the like we made the plan. Matt was like, "All right, here's a countdown." Yeah. And I mean, he ironically enough, he does a countdown every night for us. Maybe. So I mean, like I feel like I show no, I don't show enough appreciation for that dude. But I'm like, Matt's a fucking G, dude. Yeah. So we're we're we ran into him, got food after the art show, and I'm sitting across from him because him and I him and I were roommates in in college. So we're catching up, and just out of nowhere, I'm sitting there going. I wonder. Yeah. And I look at him like, do you play D&D? He's like, yes. Because all throughout, all throughout college, we, we never played. Right. I, if he played at the time, which I don't think he did, he never once yeah, never brought it up. It. So I asked him and he's like, yeah, I do. I was like, I have this game. And I send him everything off of Google Drive of, of, the, of the one ring. He's like, this sounds awesome. Let me look at it. He looks at it and he's like, basically uh if he was your manager he looked he's like i love your i love your energy but no (laughs) (laughs) but when what he meant was it's like this is really complicated for you guys there is a different version which was adventures in middle earth Mm -hmm. which is the same thing same people cubicle seven all that and it was the rules reported to fifth edition which anyone who knows is Dungeons and Dragons rules, essentially. Currently. Currently, 5th edition. At the point in time of recording this podcast is the current rule set for Dungeons and Dragons. 2022. And I was like, I will yield to your expertise. I'm all in. He bought the first uh, lore master guide and the first Matt campaign. jumped in like a fucking Olympic swimmer. And that's, where we, that's what kicked it off. And yeah. it was just the four of us, and here we are. Yeah, I mean... Like, Matt has helped, like, so much, like, especially with me, because I, and I can speak for you guys, too, probably. It's, like, building characters, teaching me, like, D&D, teaching me, like, how everything works is, like, yeah, dude's a fucking G. Sorry. Like, Matt, like, I'm, I'm, like, I can speak all day for you on this, but it's, like, goddamn, dude, you're a fucking G. Yeah, and he, he's not the producer of this podcast, but he's basically the producer of the Tuesday show. Yeah. So... We have yeah, multiple on, producers depending on the show. Like Matt, Lindsay, like you guys put in so much fucking work. Like it's it's fucking great. Like we would not be here for those the overlays. Those overlays are fucking sick. Every time I see them, I'm just like, ah! like they're they're fucking awesome. Overlays changing next week, by the way. Ooh. If you didn't know that, no, I did not know. That. Matt doesn't know that either. I didn't tell him. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's getting a surprise message. Surprise, shot it. I mean, like, we really can't surprise Matt. Like, Matt takes everything in stride. I mean, like, Matt. Oh, he rolls with every punch you get. Yeah, it's like, Matt, your car's on fire. (laughs) Fuck it, I'll go help him. I didn't need it. Yeah. (laughs) That's how how chill Matt is. Yeah, it's like, no, your car's on fire. He's like, I was cold anyway. Yeah, it's like, (laughs) like, you guys may see him on stream, and he seems like a super cool, energetic dude. I mean, he is like that. Outside of our sessions too, it's like Matt's a dude no, you want to he... grab a beer with and roll some dice with at the same time. It's like, yeah, no, Matt. Matt on we don't sh- give him nearly. I, I feel like I don't give him nearly enough credit. Matt, Matt on stream is legitimately what you see is what you get. Literally, that yeah. is. He does not change. Nope, nope. If Matt's comfortable with you, you're in for a great time. Oh yeah, 
which is great. Good times. Yeah. I just called anyway. <laughs> <laughs> we broke our producer. <laughs> this is cold anyway. I think at this point, I think uh, our lovely producer has some questions for us. So, so speaking of here, that. Here, here is a little segment that we hope to reoccur oh, on Vicious Mockery. Uh, called, called drink the rum. Yeah, basically. Called uh, Tipsy 20 Questions. Or are we not at that yet, we dear producer? We were going to do some Campaign 2 questions first before I did that. Okay. Right. I'm not tipsy yet then. <laughs> what the so fuck are you have, doing? So I don't you know. have time to get there. Cool. For the questions. But my segue right. is, speaking of Matt. So these are uh, Campaign 2 question segment. Terrible name. We'll, we'll workshop it. Yes. Well, fuck, we workshop it right now. Kevin. Yes. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Again, one more time. Speaking of Matt, how does Syrian currently feel about Malvor? And or how do you see that relationship growing with both of them being men of Gondor? <sighs> so uh, for, for clarity, because I don't know when this episode is going to release yeah we just had session two yes so we well we just had session two and we finally got everyone yeah together so we're what episode two right now yeah roughly we're, we're and, going into so we're in may of 2022 in case yeah. this, ep this episode airs in december of 2025 okay <laughs> <laughs> so <Spoilers. laughs> um so to answer your question with that it's it's kind of like uh, Syrian has been paired with him long enough. S Syrian doesn't trust much. So, without spoiling much of his story, Syrian tries to remain distant with a lot of people. And when I design Syrian, I try to make him... I I'm stuck on Mathan because I am... <laughs> Laugh all you want, dude. I am so happy with how that dude's character arc I... went. Arc? Arc went. And... It technically, to me, in my heart, ended with Lindsay's one shot. I was gonna like say, it could have ended right there. You could, you could have texted me that that next day and be like, Kev, Nathan's done. We're gonna move on to this. I would have been like, okay, fine. Like, because <clears throat> Lindsay's one shot, like everything I wanted to do with Nathan happened, and I, in a way, I feel good about it, but I feel bad because I feel like I took away from some of our other characters. Because I kept texting Brian ideas, like shooting things off, like, hey, what if Nathan did this? What if this happened? What if this, that, this, here? What if he had a 12-inch dong? Anyway, but the point is... What if indeed? <laughs> but what I'm trying to do with Syrian now is I'm trying to combine Nathan and Volley with pieces of myself into this character because we were kind of forewarned... Not forewarned, but foretold that we're going to be with this character for, what, level 20? Like you said, prepare to be with this character to level 20. Hopefully. Yeah, I don't fingers know, crossed. I don't know how many levels you'll get to, but that was the plan. I didn't think we... I Honestly, like when, when you said we're making new characters when I made Volley, I thought Nathan was done. I was like, yeah. all right, time to shell out this character. But I had so many regrets with Nathan at that point. Not not regrets, but I had so many other questions or things I wanted to do with him. And with everything we did afterwards, I was so, so fucking thankful we did him. But with Syrian, I'm trying to tell another story with a character in class I enjoy with different aspects I want to explore. 
And I'm no voice actor and I'm trying, because I've always wanted to be in drama of some kind, being on a stage or something, trying to be, you know, close thing I got is martial arts in the ring and like we talked about doing my extreme forms. But I'm trying to go into Syrian, kind of looking at it, because mental health is a big thing with us right now. Yeah, we're getting this fucking deep, people. But I want to, I, I, I want to explore with Syrian, like, what consequences of things in life can happen, how it can affect your relationships with people. And with Syrian, what I'm trying to do with him, as well as Melvor and other people, is he's keeping them at arm's length but also keeping them out of arm's length. Like he's letting them in close enough where he can be have like relationships with them and be civil and this and that, you know, have a friendship. But also at the same time, he's keeping people at arm's length because he's afraid of issues that may come about it. He's worried about how people would look at him, this and that. And I know how that relates to people with anxiety, this and that. So I know I went too, way too balls deep, like we're seeing teeth at this point right now, but with this, what I, basically what I'm trying to say is, Syrian is keeping a civil, somewhat friendship relationship with Malvor, and we're gonna see how that develops over time. Hopefully with this story, when you see it, be like, oh, that's why he's the way he is, kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And what excite you, excites you most about this campaign? The unknown. Um, I don't know, I don't know what's going to come, and that alone just made me shit myself a little bit. Like, it's a, it, it's a good thing I'm wearing the black pants, but, um, it's, it's kind of like the unknown. It's... Oh, there's so much unknown. <laughs> you don't even know. Like, I thought with Mathan, I had the unknown, and still there, the, to me, there was still some unknown, but a lot of it got answered, but with... With this campaign, especially like with this early, I have, I'm in totally fucking blind territory. Like this is so early in the story. This is like in Gondor, which I barely know about this. And I'm trying to look, do research, this and that. But I think what excites me about this is the unknown. This is, this, when we first did this, it was called the darkening of Mirkwood. So it's like, you kind of have an idea where it was going to end up, where yeah. it was going to go. It wasn't, it wasn't really hiding. Right, right. Whereas this is like campaign two and he keeps saying, oh, I'm going to tell the name of this eventually. It's like, what the fuck is it? It's I like, I'm, bad I'm with scared. Naming, I'm bad with naming things. It's fine. It's, fine. <laughs> I, it, it, it's, it's not a hit on you. It's just like, what is this campaign going to do? I mean, like, is this, like, Adventures in Gondor? Is this, like, the darkening of Gondor? Is this Syrian gets butt-fucked by a wyvern? Like, what's <laughs> happening here? Like, like, I mean, like, to me, it's, like, what I love about this, what I love about also, you know, this is a compliment on you. Like, I feel like I rub Matt's ego enough, but, like, yours is, like, what I love, <laughs> what I love about your damn style is, is, like, you leave on such good cliffhangers. I want to come back next week. It's like, it's like oh, I want to know what happens next. It's like, what does Lindsay's character do? What does Matt's character do? What does Nick's character do? What do I do? It's like, it's oh, like what happens there. next? Or like, or like, you know, and you, you're so good at leaving like so many open-ended questions, but without going too far into it, I just, what I'm excited about this campaign is the unknown. It's early enough to where it's like, what are we gonna do? What's gonna happen? What kind of shenanigans? And I feel like, you know, going back to Matt, I always feel like me and his character always become best friends somehow <laughs> and the mayhem makers. And I, just FYI, I do not intend or plan that whatsoever. Basically, one thing I learned about with him and Matt is kind of like the improv approach is like the yes and question. 
it's like I'm answering yes and what are we gonna do because people listen to me yeah <laughs> Holy shit. But it's like I sit there and it's like, fuck it. We're we're diving headfirst in here, kids. But yeah, no, to answer your question, it's the unknown. It's what's going to come up, what's in store for not just my character, but for everyone else. But it's more so, no offense, just like I care more about what happens to Syrian versus um, Vig. Fig. Fig, yeah. sorry. But like it's like, it's like, oh, I'm curious what we're going to go with this story. Brian. Hi. Oops, me again. Wow. How did it feel to have the fellowship fail a journey for the first Finally. time ever? Shocking. When you and said that, that to, surprised me so. Feel free to much. kind of explain real briefly how a journey is, how a journey works, also, because we're at five minutes. <laughs> um, Sorry, I talk too much. No, it's fine. We'll, we 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 can cut and resume. Uh, so. A journey in Adventures in Middle Earth because uh, it is still five E and it's basically D and D. There's just a few exceptions, a few skill check differences, but to to fully sort of immerse yourself in Tolkien's world and feel like you are living through the Lord of the Rings, to feel like you're living through the Hobbit, uh, those all revolved around journeys where the actual like story and treachery was the, the the journey, not the quest itself, not the destination and the final everything. It was everything in between. Would you say character development? To to an extent, okay. um, uh, but it's the the actual story was Bilbo leaving the Shire and going towards er going to Erebor with a company. The actual story was Frodo and Sam leaving the Shire. And going to Rivendell, and that was what their extent of it. So, if you were to break down a journey in the rules aspect, it was let's say a half a Hobbit uh, finds finds a ring, and the the wizard or the lore master uh, basically tells them, "Hey, this needs to be brought somewhere for safekeeping. Head to Rivendell." That would probably be a medium journey from the Shire to to Rivendell, with a couple of probably three to four. Journey events, which you guys experienced two journey events on your last one. Mm. Uh, and they would get to there, which would be a sanctuary. More stuff would be uh, revealed, and the journey became longer, and they would set out from there to Moria, and then from there to Lorien, and so on and so forth. So that's the whole journey. So the actual, the actual stories for Adventures in Middle-Earth isn't a dungeon crawl, it's the journeys. The journeys themselves are sort of like the dungeon crawl, because they're treacherous. They're they're supposed to be hard. They're supposed to be life threatening because you don't get your long rest. It makes you feel better. I've definitely felt that through a couple of things. Things I didn't expect either. Yeah. So and Fighters, dude. <laughs> and the for the longest time, several several things from in. This is probably true for a lot of D&D parties out there, but you guys in particular, I have to throw up like random random encounters. So you fight goblins on your journey from one des from point A to point B. And sometimes I'm being nice and I'll pull back the difficulty a bit and just make them retreat. And you guys make it a fucking point to chase them down and beat them to a bloody pulp. <laughs> Stop resisting! Uh, so for the first time in from Darkening of Mirkwood till now to have not necessarily a journey uh, fail, 
but to have an encounter where the enemy retreated and the rest of you looked at each other like, no, yeah. we really shouldn't because you were in a bad enough state. Everyone was. Uh, even, even though you had some, you had some buffs from... We had but, some, but it wasn't... It was like the risk outweighed the reward. But, so you, you guys, pre, I'll say, prematurely started that journey. I didn't get... I didn't actually give you a quest yet. <laughs> In story. Well, so you pursued that on your own, which is fine. And I like, I like to give you guys agency. Give you the freedom of making it a sort of like a sandbox world. So you, you actually got ahead of me. Uh, last Tuesday <laughs> and so I was actually scrambling in the background to upload some like images and maps and stuff in the event you got to a point as you guys were fighting I'm like oh god oh god oh god oh god um and then you decided not to pursue it I was like whoo dodged a bullet there but I felt like that was a real not learning moment but a real hurdle for you guys to come to come over of realizing you're not invincible you're not heroes yet right while the two of them take a moment to get back on task adventure check would like to thank you for listening to vicious mockery hey fellow tabletop players want more immersion for your games check out battlebards.com for all your audio needs from NPC scripts to creepy dungeon ambience, you can find it all. Get yourself a BattleBards Prime subscription and enjoy 20% off all in-store purchases and access to their soundboard so you can transport your game to wherever you want in your campaign. You can even upload your own custom audio to be ready to play at your fingertips. Check out the link in the description and level up your next session. And with that, let's get back to it. So then I told her, mm -hmm. slower, please. Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. Oh, God, the red light's on. We're back. Is it? Last I checked. Seriously? Yeah, see? Are you colorblind? Uh, that's green, dude. Let's go with yes. All right. Uh, Lindsay, what was your question? What excites you the most about this new campaign? Not where I thought that was going to go. Funnily. Funnily? 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 Funnily enough? Is that a word? Funnily? Where's your hat? I like your hat. I like turtles. Funnily enough, it's actually sort of the same answer as Kevin gave as the unknown. However, to him, it's the unknown. To me, it's everything that is known. It's actually the later levels that I have, I have actually done more prep work for the later <laughs> levels for like all the twists and turns and like the characters you're gonna meet and the plot and who the BBEG is and all that stuff. That's what I'm looking forward to for like who you guys are going to encounter, where you're going to go and everything like that. That's what I'm looking forward to. Where you guys are now is mostly, I mean, in, not in an introductory, but it's like the, it's the beginning of the journey of the quest in the in the in the story. So it's a lot of like let's get to know each other, let's get to know the city, let's get to know the region, and in time, the big oh shit sort of like story quest is going to pop out. But in the interim, it's just sort of like a little bit of like 
Let's get to know our characters. Get to know the characters, get to know the place, and a, and a little bit of quests and stuff that are sort of like disjointed, not connected in one way or the other, and eventually, and maybe not even to your guys' knowledge, maybe it won't be even to like much later, where somebody will say something and you all simultaneously go, Oh no, we've been sleeping. <laughs> so that that's what I'm looking forward to. And anyone, there is, you guys have sort of seen it in our Discord um, for the the campaign two campaign two channel, uh, but it is heavily redacted. There has been one other person who is legitimately seen like the flow chart of like plot and places and everything that's got going on so other than myself there's only one person who really has a clue of what the plot is right now but if you guys could actually log in to the account i use and see the map of things i've got going on of like a flow chart of like this quest goes here, that meets this person, they've got this, and oh, now it loops all the way back to this other person that you met, and it goes over, it's red fucking yarn across I, the I just room. see like that, what is that, always sunny in Philadelphia? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's literally that, and, and it's insane. Oh my. So, mm, fuck. I've, I've told one person that, like, you, you guys will eventually be presented eventually the not not the main plot because the main plot is always present it's whether or not it's the topic at hand but it's it's sort of like it's not a mystery campaign it's not meant to like deduce and find clues and riddles but there's always a little air of mystery and it's a matter of how long is it until you guys figure out who's actually pulling strings? So, so I'm excited to, to see how that. long I can make the candle burn. And when that burn runs out, meaning when you guys start figuring things out, what your reactions are. Is it time for... Tipsy Next. 20 questions. Let's do Is that it. What we're doing? Are you feeling tipsy? We're <laughs> I felt tipsy ever since we something. Hit us. What All do right. we got? Who wants to roll first? I'll go first. DM first. So, tipsy 20 questions. Kevin and I are going to be rolling a, uh, some D100s or a percentile in a D10. So, our producer has questions. Yes. The number we get is the question she asks. Yeah, so they're they going to be. I don't know. They might have nothing to do with what we're going on with, so let's see. And the tower we go. 95. 95. This might have been asked already. Asked already? Oh. If you had to teach a class on one topic, what would it be? That's not fair, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll be different, I guess. I mean, legitimate answer for if I had to teach a topic, it would be history. Um, I'm a big history nerd and buff, specifically military history, but I you have- would fucking slay that shit. <laughs> but I, I, I do You have... educate me. I sit there, I'm like- I, I do have an affinity for uh, ancient history, so like Roman and Greek and um, Sumerians and all that. So that's that's probably what I would do. 
Outside of my norms, does bartending count? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. No. Mixology. No. No. I'm not. I'm not a good mixology. mixology. My, my work use. My work. Once upon a time, all new hires had to take a mixology course. That would be fun as shit. <sighs> I wish that still was the case. I don't know. I don't think I'm that good at teaching. Ish. I'd punch kids in the face for a living, dude. They learn a lesson. They do. <laughs> <laughs> How to file insurance claim. Parents. Um, let's see. Outside of martial arts, which I already teach, I would love to teach. Kind of like you, I like teach history, in some shape or form. I would love to teach. I don't know. My niche lately has been like World War Two. Yeah. Ish history. Ish. Ish. Like, kind of like what led up to it. Why people became... Like, World War One to the 1950s, very beginning. Like, after the end of World War Two, I would like to teach that kind of history. I love history. I love learning, like, what happened? Why did it happen? How does it affect today? Because you hear a lot of people like, oh, this is just like 1969. Nice. But, you know, you, 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 you hear a lot of this time, a lot of people compare like, oh, this is just like this time in history. I was like, is it though? Is it really? Like, we're, like, people are a little bit more woke. Disagree with me if I'm wrong. You know, people are a little bit more woke. They're talking more about this. It's not exactly like it, it's close, but I would like to teach history and be like, hey, this is why this happened. Here's what we can do to prevent it in the future. That kind of thing. Can I can I turn you on to a YouTube channel or two? Go for it. Uh, Time Ghost, if you've heard of them. Time Ghost. No, I have not. So Time Ghost is a, an organization that tries to teach history, uh, specifically on YouTube. They have a Patreon and everything. Okay. Uh, but they try to present historical events and topics from the most non-biased point of view as as possible. Uh, with their belief of uh, there is no good guys or bad guys in history. It's just this is what happened. Yeah, and, and this that's is how that... we have to learn, like learn it. Otherwise, we will repeat it. And that's how, and that's what I like. Yeah. Uh, currently, there. If you look up on YouTube, because you can find Time Ghost on YouTube, but they also have a segment called Between Two Wars. Which covers between World War One and World War Two, okay? Like all the events that happened yeah. there. Uh, but right now they have a channel called World War Two, and it's there. They cover World War Two uh, as it happened in real time, week by week. I think currently they're in 1943, so they're producing stuff that's covering week by week. And if you it's follow, really them, of... if you follow them in, on Instagram, it's doing it day by day. It is crazy. Hmm. So you can really get into the nitty gritty of what happened in World War II every week from the day the first shot was fired until both countries surrendered. It's I like it. Or all yeah, three countries I would like to check that out. I'm definitely yeah. going to check that out outside yeah. of, I, I like that kind of thing. I'm a patron of them. I'm Their, their goal, because they did a huge documentary on Pearl Harbor, they have a huge endeavor that they're trying to raise money for for 
uh, D-Day for Normandy because they're in 1943 now and they want to cover 1944 for what June 6th. What are they raising for? Like, like the preservation of it? No, 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 no. To like, for them, for, to, in order to cover it. Gotcha, okay. Like, so, like I said, they're doing a video, videos that are week by week. They want to do Normandy because it was more than just June 6th. Yeah. But they want to do the whole thing, Operation Overlord, hour by hour. Yeah. Off to them. Yeah. So, All right, I'm like, on board. Yeah, if, I, I can send you the pa- their Patreon and everything if you want to get involved in it, but they are fantastic. Yeah, we'll cover that at another time. But, oh, yeah. But yeah, so outside of my martial arts and personal trainer and all that, that's what I would like to teach too is probably like history because I feel like everything else is covered in under my umbrella of knowledge. All right. Dice rolls up. Go, dice roll. Dice roll. Please be 69. Damn it, 55. 55. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's always good. <laughs> uh, what do you wish was illegal? CrossFit! <laughs> CrossFit! <laughs> Done! Done! End clip! Brian, you're up! Why, you may ask? Who said that? No. We don't have enough time in this video. You want to fuck yourself up in 20 different ways? Do CrossFit for an hour. Kevin, our resident physical uh, exercise scientist and all around get out and fucking do something. I'm sorry. If you do CrossFit, that's great. You're doing something fit. Just too bad you're not intelligent. I'm sorry. If I, no, if you do CrossFit, uh, I'm sorry. Oh, man. Brian, that just... was that was too easy for you. Take it, it was up. so quick. Take over, Brian. I don't know. I feel like there's so much. I feel like stupidity <laughs> should be legal. <laughs> but I guess that kind of falls under your umbrella. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, more stupidity than I care to admit. Um, That's why I always have a job. People, door dashers dropping off food and knocking on the door when there's clearly a doorbell right there. I oh, feel like that Christ. should be illegal. Yeah. Um, using your damn turn or not using your damn turn signal that should be illegal if you do that I make sure I flip you off I make it a point I feel like that actually is but there's never a cop around to actually call yeah but they don't care they don't care really I mean like there's worse things I guess but there's a lot I wish was illegal I got mine Uh. I already know that is it illegal? Uh, we need no, a whole no, other I'm podcast. Not, I'm, not, I'm gonna cover that. I was about to say I was about to say something, but we're not getting political, so I'm, I'm going to <laughs> actively avert that. Um, I think I know already, but I'm not gonna say. It. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next question. Let's yeah, move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's move. Let's, I, I gave. I gave a keep few this jokes train rolling. There. Forty. Yeah, hard forty. What's your biggest pet peeve? Oh, God. Don't say CrossFit. No. No, that's already been covered. Oh, man. I, uh, I have two. When people have to repeat themselves, and just from an employee perspective, when people can't re-rack their weights. Okay. Yeah. So it's like one's like professional and personal. Personal, like, if you have, like, if I genuinely can't hear you, that's different. If you have to go like 33 different times, like, did you hear me? 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 Like at that point, I'm sort of feeding you your teeth. And you're like, eh, eh. Okay. Like 
No, I'm sorry. I If I heard you the first time, I got you. Yeah, I mean... So I'm not I'm not one to like track pet peeves. So if somebody asks me like what my pet peeves are, I couldn't tell you like off the top of my head. So I'm I'm sitting here trying to think like essentially what bothers me. And a lot. You wipe that smirk off your face. <laughs> that bothers me right there. How about that? <laughs> I'm not sorry. Um <laughs> I think legitimately, like uh, on a personal level, what sort of gets to me is if somebody asks me a question or advice or something like that and I give my two cents or I legitimately weigh in on what they should do or what I think and they ignore me. And then weeks later they come back like, oh God, I should have done this. I'm just like, that's what I fucking said. You know, Listen to me. Knowing you for 15 plus years uh, and seeing that, uh, like on my end, that's uh, kind of entertaining for me. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> because it's like, oh, I know you're it's taking like, crazy pills. Well, it's like, you'll be telling them, I'm saying, I'm like, yeah, he's right. It's, 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 it's yeah, fine. Yeah. And then they go do the opposite. And I'm just, kind of, I'm just kind of like. And like you said, they come back to you and you're flipping your shit. And I turn around and I'm just giggling with a little schoolgirl like, <laughs> Yeah, I'm going full Nicholas Cage like, yeah. you don't say. <laughs> yeah, I think that's probably what gets to me the most is just actively, literally, legitimately actively being ignored. Like there's a difference like if you're talking and no one like acknowledges you, but when they like are actively listening and choose to ignore what you say. Welcome to my field, my dude. Yeah. Go, dice roll. Go, dice roll. 45. How long do you think you would last in a zombie apocalypse? Oh. Well, I have enough swords and a medieval army and a decent amount of guns. I would like... If we're, well, it depends on the apocalypse and where I am. I would like to think a month. Because I'm in a relatively crowded population. I would like to think I know how to shoot and how to slash. So I would like to think a month before they efficiently get me down because I'd be like, fuck it. But who knows? Who knows? Yeah, I think, I think we're ignoring the important question here is what kind of zombies are we dealing with? Right. Are they intelligent? Are they not intelligent? Are we, are we, doing, are we dealing with I Am Legend or the first round of Nazi zombies? Or, like, uh, yeah, are we walking, are we walking dead sorry, where they're first only... first round of Call of Duty zombies. Sorry. Where they're literally just the walkers and they don't move more than, like, a mile an hour? Yeah. Or are we going full Resident Evil and they're going to be sprinting after you? Yeah. Like... There, there's a couple of variants of zombies here, which could drastically determine how long you survive. Yeah, I'm gonna say in the in between. You're dealing with some walkers that they find somebody, they're going like full marathon on your ass. I would say maybe a month. Yeah, because if if, it, if we're playing World War Z rules, I'm out. Yeah, like, there's not there's not nope. a chance. No, nope. if we're, if we're doing with I am Legend, it's like fuck. My dog goes, I'm out. Yeah. I quit. I'm done. Fuck life. Uh. Call of Duty Zombies or Walking Dead. Round 10, I'd be like, yeah. I don't, I don't, other, I mean, I've, I've got a few bows, but I don't have that many arrows. 
I got enough swords. I just don't like zombies getting that close. Yeah, it's like I think... ten slashes to kill them. Be like, well, I I'm gonna go uh, Omni Slash level ten on your bitch ass. I I want to say I would last quite a while just because I'm a bit of an optimist and a, uh, a narcissist. Uh, but let's be honest. I think what's is it Columbus in um, Zombieland? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd probably be more like him. He Don't survived. He he survives. Yeah, but he's not good. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> but those zombies are like just basically they're just running after you. Yeah, like he's not good. He survives because he was a loner. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think that answers that question roughly. Give me three months. <laughs> well, that's all we got time for today. So we'll be back, and you can find us on all of our usual bits: Twitch. YouTube, Twitter. Discord, Twitter. That's about it. We don't do Instagram yet. You yeah. want us to do that? Let us know. I don't fucking know. Almost there. I mean, I can regulate that, but that might I be I don't mistake. recommend that at all. No. You don't want us. Yeah, no. that might be... Uh, mm-hmm. Well, uh, look forward to the next one, and we'll see you on the other side. Stay proficient, everyone. Well, that was a cluster. Thanks for listening, and if you want more from Adventure Chat, find us on Twitch, where we stream actual plays every Tuesday night at 8pm Eastern Time. You may wander, but never be lost.